0: you are now listening to the socks and sandals podcast every time an independent a truly independent source goes into the portland police bureau we find chaos
1: just one of the people like just told to my managers
0: who like had fired me they were like yeah did you see tevin's video was on complex and he was like man dog they sick man that moment, I thought, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to sit here in the middle of this aisle in Target and talk to her and break down what is going on and why she believes that these white Barbie dolls are more valuable or should come home with us over these brown and black Barbie dolls. I think that what we're forgetting is that racism is a very lucrative project. Mm -hmm. As long as you can keep a whole bunch of people down because you miseducated the whole population, then you can make money off those people. So what is the gospel? What is the pure, unadulterated yes, gospel? Yes, yes, and that is what I live by, because the moment this changes is the moment I'm leaving Christianity. Okay. The pure, unadulterated gospel, and I can say it in one sentence, but I'll elaborate, is love God and do whatever the fuck you want. Peace and blessings, everyone. Welcome back to the Socks and Sandals podcast where economic elevation and spiritual cultivation converge and we unapologetically discuss our worldview. I am unconditioned. I am unlimited. I am indivisible duality. I am your host, Emmanuel Williams. Greetings. You are listening to episode 181. This conversation is being recorded at the GMP podcast studios on East 24th and Burnside in Portland, Oregon on May the 10th, 2022. Now just a few announcements. Before we get started, um, big thanks to the homie, Buki Fadipe um, of Adventures in OM uh, for blessing me with the opportunity to co moderate her virtual event, Embodying Decolonial Freedoms, uh, that just happened. What was that? Uh, May the 6th. It was, it was last Thursday, right? So um, that was dope. Shout out to you, Buki. I appreciate you for the opportunity. Um, And then by the time you all hear this episode, by the time this episode comes out, I will have conducted a half day workshop entitled Overcoming Race Based Trauma, Moving from Generational Harm to Generational Health and Wellness in partnership with the Portland Means Progress Workshop Series um, as as a part of uh, Prosper Portland. Right. So salute to everyone that has attended. And hopefully by the time this comes out and we can think about it and think about how dope it was. Hopefully my Achilles is still intact because the last time I did that workshop, I tore my Achilles. <laughs> That's how I got to know you. Exactly. <laughs> last time I did that workshop, it was June. No, it was July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. I okay. tore my Achilles. I left it all. Yeah, on you, the court.
1: You, you literally leave it all on the court. Yeah, you, you, man. Yeah, you don't pull no stops.
0: Nah, ninety minutes into a, a three hour workshop, tore my Achilles, and then. Hobbled back to my seat and just finished the rest. You know, just gotta finish strong out here. You know, (laughs) you know. So uh yeah, hopefully everything's gonna be intact by the time we get done. But um today I have an amazing, an amazing guest with me, a man of many talents. He is a husband, a father, a fighter of fires, a cultivator of the earth, an entrepreneur, the owner of Cross Eye Cricket Farm, a man who stands on the courage of his convictions and takes action, a man of faith, a man of intention and a man of purpose. We have none other than Mr. David Barron. David, welcome to the pod.
1: Uh, Thank you, Emmanuel, uh, for allowing me to be here, bro. No doubt, man. Yeah, this is
0: great. This is great. Yes, it's it's long overdue. Yes, we've been
1: talking about getting this on for a minute. Or a minute. But we're here now. I think the
0: most challenging part about this is going to be keeping this under an hour because we'd be at the coffee shop. Chopping it up. Chopping it up, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, just... Today, yeah, the basics of you breaking down where you've been going with your knowledge on the stock market, uh-huh. crypto. Yeah, man, that, that I was just in that mode to listen. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it, no doubt. Yeah, we be chopping it up though. Every time, every time, every time. Uh, and uh, I feel like hold- I'll be holding
0: you back. Like, man, you over here supposed to be checking like fire codes and stuff. And I'm over here just talking your ear off.
1: (laughs) Man, you got to have lunch at some point at some point. You feel me? got to have some lunch. No doubt. Um, But I tell you, it's been a great opportunity. Just um, a sister named uh, Tesla. She told me about Holy beans coffee. Mm -hmm. Like I, I mean, I don't know how long it was open before I went there
0: it ain't been open long it wasn't open long but yeah, yeah.
1: I, I don't think it was like the opening weekend that i was there but it was shortly thereafter mm-hmm. and um man i'm glad i found out. she told me about it yeah you know what i mean uh she uh i want to shout her out um she does some knitting um she knitted me a couple you know yeah nice okay. nice beanies okay That's um yeah I, I wear them from time to time. I, I didn't wear it today, but yeah, she, she hooks me up. No doubt. But no yeah, doubt. she
0: told me about that coffee shop, and then that's where I met you. And I was like, I'm trying to, I'm, I can vaguely remember it was you and another brother that was there that day. Um, younger, younger. He's probably like more old. my age.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Not we, an old dude like me.
0: <laughs> Dang, did I just insinuate? <laughs> All, all what, what what I'm saying is he was he's he's just younger he than you. <laughs>
1: um,
0: just yeah, no that, point of orientation. Yeah, as a
1: point, <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking I was thinking like, what are you talking about? Yeah, um, yeah, that was Con Allen. Yeah, 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 yeah. He played uh football, Portland State. Okay, really sharp brother. Um. Man, fantastic, hard worker. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we met uh, over at the coffee shop and told him about it. Yeah, he sl- he slid through. Yeah, that was uh, that was the first time we met. Yeah. Okay.
0: And that was a good conversation, yeah, too. Yeah, it was a great conversation. He's yeah. he's real good, too, you know, oh, yeah. as far
1: as conversation goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he can conversate. No doubt. What was that? The uh, the Twins had the album conversation. Yeah, see, you're a little bit younger. The Twins, what
0: are you talking about? <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, wait, 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 uh 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 yeah. Chris Crossy No, nah, man. Um I'm talking about at the time so you had Warren G and you had the Dog Pal. You had all of this West Coast.
0: Okay. And it was some twins.
1: It, yeah, the group was called the Twins.
0: Oh, yeah. I wasn't I not I mean, that deep. No, nah, you, you were young.
1: You 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 might have been too young. <laughs> that was like uh Dennis Mitchell when I was a young man at um one day after uh church man, back just back in Arkansas, and mm-hmm. mom was on this committee, that committee, so mm-hmm. it would go a long time. Mm-hmm. But um, she let Dennis take me and my sister home, and he was playing NWA. And I was mm-hmm. like,
0: what is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? You
1: he put me on. Yeah. And not only did he put me on, he gave me the tape. Mm. You know what
0: I mean? <laughs> Not the CD, y'all. He talking about the tape. The tape, man. Yeah, man,
1: I'm dating myself. Yeah. Tape. Side A <laughs> and
0: side B. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Real. No doubt. That's that's what's up, man. Well, we, we got a lot to cover mm-hmm. uh, in a condensed amount of time, so let's, yep. get, into let's get into it. Let's get into it. So before we get into your story um, and your journey of becoming who you are now, you know, mm-hmm. firefighter and owner of a farm and mm-hmm. whatnot, um, mm-hmm. just tell us. What's a typical day in the life of Mr. David Barron, The multi-talented, multi Yeah, um, I'm a part-time, uh,
1: farmer, you know, full-time dad and, uh, full-time firefighter. So depending on the day of the week, it's book. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, at work, you know, uh, interfacing with the community. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Nowadays, that interfacing is uh, with um, mostly businesses, some mm-hmm. um, residents, but um, yeah, a fire inspector. Yeah. I, I I was on a fire engine for like twenty two years. Sheesh! Putting your time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would.
1: Yeah, a lot. I've seen a lot
0: over the time. I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine, man. So, real really quick everybody that's on YouTube right now you see me rocking these shades not because I'm trying to be cool <laughs> or nothing like that but my eyes are really sensitive to light ah oh, i feel And you. the last time mm-hmm. i was in here you know the light and i had a i had a migraine all day say no more and so i don't know i don't know if you're sensitive to light like I am Yeah, say no more man i'll i'll, I'll be in like a, a meeting so we have in our boardroom at work mm-hmm. got a big old screen but it's like 75 inch screen okay and it's super bright and we'll be in a meeting like we'll have a all-day retreat so being there for like five six hours, have a headache all day next the next mm-hmm. day because it's just my my eyes are yeah. sensitive to light. So I feel you. That's it. I'm not trying to stun on y'all. Not like that. I'm just no, I see. I see. <laughs> welcome, welcome. YouTube, no Say doubt. YouTube. Yeah. Okay. YouTube, man. We out here. So, um, tell me about the process, man. Like we, we want to talk about your farm, Crossside Cricket Farm. Yeah. Uh, of course, you you being a, a firefighter for the amount of years that that plays a part of your story, but. Mm-hmm the tra- the transition of mm-hmm. going from firefighter going from living in the city mm-hmm. to going to live in the country like being being a rural resident like mm-hmm. owning acres mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just yeah, building trans- your own like you just you you doing everything on your own well man n- nothing on my own i know? mean not there's, on your own yeah but i'm saying so what we was talking about in the shop how, yeah. how a lot of us are so reliant on the system mm-hmm. to feed us, yeah, to clothe us, mm-hmm. to, Res- to take, just basically take care of our, our necessities. Correct. And then the further you get away from the city, the more onus is on you to take care of everything. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But, but before we get into that, tell me, tell me about the process of purchasing land, like the the timeline, like when did it happen and just how did it come about?
1: Yeah, so the process started. I, I I wanted to do it for, you know, a long time. Mm-hmm. My, my my father wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had family that had land like that, but I knew it was something I wanted to do. And it it, it really hit home, you know. Like uh, I think after my second son, I was like, man, there's more to life than mm-hmm. mowing the grass. <laughs> it's more uh, than that. I <laughs> that's enough for me. I'm like. Hey. <laughs> when um, it
0: came out again, I, got, I guess I got to cut the grass.
1: And it hadn't got like uh, real violent in the metro area at that point, but mm. it was signs, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I just knew it was time to pick up, mm. you know. Um, one thing I would say probably, you know, just re- researching family, talking to you about your family, mm-hmm. I, certain people are adventurous and are willing to uh, you know, make moves like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's an extreme move,
0: but it was a uh, definitely one eighty. It's a definitive move. Definitive, no doubt. It's like I'm I'm going to totally uproot everything that I'm accustomed to, mm-hmm. and go into an area that has not historically been where we're welcome.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I realized one, I wasn't the first black person out there. Right, right. right at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: You know, um, really wasn't my choice. I just had to um, surrender and figure out where I I was led to go. You know what Mm, I mean? mm. So, um, and then that transition came pretty easy, you know, like um, not because of uh, the trials and tribulations, like losing power, bro, (laughs) for for days or weeks. You feel me? That's that is not. A, I don't feel you. Like, yeah, own, I'm just saying. I That's, none a, of, that's none of part of the gig. Yeah. Days
0: and weeks. You said weeks, bro. Like last last year,
1: we had like I don't know, like 18 inch, 18 inches of snow. So yeah, that just yeah, yeah. that wreaks havoc on trees, which wreak havoc on power lines, and it don't even have to be in your area. It could mm-hmm. be a main line or something. You know okay. What I mean? So um, I'm moving out there neighbors had suggested but i had already done that mm-hmm. um canned goods and a generator because mm. you, know, you don't want to lose yeah your food in the That's in fact. the freezer it's you know gonna what get mean? spoiled yeah. yeah so you gotta get get prepared mm-hmm. yeah so that was uh it was um a transition i had a cousin come out help me mm-hmm. and man i yeah i actually so what- have a cousin that lives uh helps me out often not so much anymore he's married and with a kid but yeah bro i got some family
0: so what what year was this when you purchased yeah. the land Yeah. how many acres here. you're sitting on let me see
1: here. right around 20 acres mm-hmm. and we are in 2020 so this might have been like uh, i don't
0: know eight eight ten years ago somewhere okay in there okay in that spot so, around two, 2010, 2009, something like that? Yeah. So after So, after the financial crisis or before the financial okay. crisis?
1: Okay, after the financial crisis, right when it was going back up. Okay, so right 2010, 2011, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, that's when um, it was just picking up. And I was like, if we don't make this move now, it, it won't happen. Mm. Because, um, I mean, it was already a lot of... Uh, People moving, yeah, to Oregon,
0: yeah. Oh, and, you seen the rush coming before the oh, rush actually came? Yeah,
1: yeah. And so
0: if you didn't act, mm-hmm. you were gonna be, you know, doing musical chairs. And that's then when the music stopped. That's a fact. That that makes me think about. I think I was t- telling you about this, or maybe it was somebody else, or maybe it was you. I'm talking to a lot of people today, but when I when we uh, my wife and I bought our house in twenty fifteen, I believe mm-hmm. I wasn't we weren't trying to buy a house. Okay. Like that wasn't at that time Mm -hmm. in our late twenties, we weren't looking to buy. We were comfortable renting. Like we had a really nice apartment. It was new. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it was a decent price. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, we got AC. Like you got, you know, you got (laughs) AC in Oregon. You, (laughs) you live in luxury, you know, that's a lavish lifestyle. So I'm like, oh no bro. And we got, you know, you got the little stand up shower and you got the big Mm -hmm. garden tub. Like man, we was, we was good. Yeah. But, um, Around that time, 2013, 2014, that's when the you know folks was starting to come into Oregon. And that's when the rent yeah, started getting yeah. crazy. And that's yeah. when we started seeing traffic. And I'm just like, yo, Portland is changing. Yeah. And I was like, if we don't get a house now, we're just going to get priced out. Yeah. Or at least we're not going to be able to get a price yeah. at the level of our rent. Because I just Correct. wanted my mortgage to match my <laughs> rent. Respect. I want to lock yeah, in respect. this price yeah, yeah, until I can afford to do more. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what we did. But- you said you got out a few years before that, you know. Yeah, yeah that's that's what's up. Well, yeah, it, I mean, that, the signs.
1: Yeah, there was the signs were here. You know what I mean? We had to make that decision, and um, yeah, I don't regret it at all. That was the
0: um, best move I made, no doubt. Um, I wanna I wanna throw this at you. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a it's crazy. One of my uh a friend of mine, it's a student, but it's like. You should, we friends yeah um so someone that was in my one of my cohorts that i teach in uh, the course is called know your enemy the evolution of racism okay um and it's the beautiful thing about like teaching the course on racism and just and then seeing people like really understand and identify what's going on and what's and what we need to do moving forward not just pointing out the problem but like finding solutions mm. um and knowing the solutions when you hear it and not it's, it's not just entertainment no that's a solution so um yesterday she sent me this and i was like this is perfect for what i'm about to talk about you know because it, it ties mm-hmm. into so she sent me a clip from the 85 south podcast uh and david banner, mm, david banner he was yeah. he was talking that talk and um i try to quote him as best as i can he said you can't lead people you can't lead the people if you can't feed the people i mm-hmm. mean um, he talked about Uh, He had he had talked to Minister Farrakhan and Farrakhan gave him the advice to grow organic food. He said due to the amount of GMO food in the system and the rate at which the earth is being destroyed. If you have a farm and grow organic food, people will eventually come to you and bow at your feet like a king. Dang, that's that. Those are the words that he said. What I took from that is we have to grow our own food. We have to own and control our destiny and, you know, land, housing, food, Mm -hmm. water, electricity. It's just like basics for survival. Shelter, clothing. Mm -hmm. Tell me about what is it like? What is the level of satisfaction? How, how hard is it? And what is the level of satisfaction that you get from growing your own food?
1: Oh, the level of satisfaction is a 10 out of 10. Mm. um and you can't do everything yeah man like back at my house in gresham before we moved mm-hmm. like we had chickens so i had you know when i was a little, yeah, boy, a little experience when i was three years old you know i was going out getting chicken eggs in my grandpa great grandpa's house
0: mm-hmm.
1: So i was exposed you know early on okay not to the level my kids are exposed but i was exposed you yeah know, yeah to that from young age yeah but um the satisfaction is huge um raspberries you know mm. the third year man just bumper crop you know what i mean i don't and know what that means what's, what's bumper crop what I that just buku okay. overflowing okay you know? yeah um golden raspberries mm that's the favorite at our house, mm-hmm. and then the regular uh, royal r- raspberries. So we dedicated. Uh, and where we are, y- you are, you're in. You know, with deer, elk, and they can do damage. So you mm. you you have to fence an area off. You know, that's elk, ten foot tall, mm. and so that you know you you can only fit so much in a depending on your area yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. but yeah the satisfaction of growing your own food yeah strawberries mm-hmm. raspberries we just got um 80 feet of marion berries for my neighbor they moved into town sold the house mm-hmm. to a younger couple mm-hmm. kids that wanted to move out and uh they took a just- shot at it but they gave us Wow. 80 yeah 80 feet of uh marion berries sheesh and we was talking about oh man we are gonna have to buy some berries to start da, 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 and then boom show wow. up yeah that's crazy and then um i like to grow collard greens mm. and um kale mustard greens turnip greens stuff like that so i got i got some of that going this year uh, last year i just grew for seed Yeah. Um, I got involved with this group called uh, Ujamaa Food Cooperative. Okay. And it's um, a seed cooperative that is based off of our ancestral food. Mm. So, of course, collard greens, cabbage, mustard, stuff like that. Yeah. And I had um, always been growing, and I would sometimes give seeds away or gift packs and diff- different stuff. But that was uh first time I was able to donate you know to uh a group that could get them and yeah. distribute them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got I got the uh uh West Memphis Blue Collars. Wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you doing it all. Some things what what else do you do, though? Because every time I talk to you, you be telling me something <laughs> else about, oh, yeah, no, I got these goats. Oh, yeah, I got these chickens. Oh, yeah, I just sold some eggs to the – you know what I mean? I yeah, just, yeah, I yeah. got lip balm. I'm like, man. What? So tell me, what is what is the full array of products and services uh, that well, are distributed from Cross-Eye Cricket Farm?
1: Well, you know, we we did a wedding last year. Okay. And that was real nice. Mm-hmm. Um, On the property. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, cousin got married. Word. And man, my great aunt or my aunt came out, which is his great aunt. Um, cousins, mm-hmm. first cousins, second cousins, third cousins, all the cousins, all the cousins came. Yeah, yeah. Um, It was a wonderful event. It was just beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. day too, mm-hmm. beautiful evening. Yeah, it was great. So, yeah, we do different things. We're talking about doing um, a yoga camp. Yeah, you know we. Yeah. Um, we do a camp out. Happen. Yeah, we do a camp out, you know, mm-hmm. um, annually where we invite families out and get them outside of the city mm-hmm. so they can see the constellation. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? With no light
0: pollution. Yep. Get away from city lights. Get and- to smell it. Like, ooh, yeah.
1: Daddy, that that goat stink. <laughs> right. 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 Get them out uh, yeah.
0: doing something different. Yeah. That's dope. Mm-hmm. But what's the, you know, for those that aspire to do what you do, Um, because, you know, a lot of folks, a, a lot of folks talk about, oh, yeah, we need to do this. Black folks, man, we need to we need to get our own land. Man, we need to start a farm. But they don't understand a lot goes into it. The sacrifice. Yeah. The learning curve. Yeah. And just the just manual labor that goes into that so so tell me tell me about the process of um like do you herd goats or what 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 is your what's the
1: our goats are really i mean we eat goat. you know what i mean right right, i say we have since i was again a little boy Mm -hmm. you know that's my dad right now he got a goat he's fattening it up yeah feel me so it's just you know it's our culture but fattening it up how long what's what's the process (laughs) Um a year or two. Okay. Um, it all depends. But our goats mostly are definitely, you know, we we eat we eat them from yeah. time to time. Yeah. But um it's about keeping the flora fauna away from the house and keeping me off of the weed eater. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because um y you, you could spend a lot of time on a weed eater mm-hmm. and you know, what I mean, whereas you could be spending that time doing something else, right? You know, efficiency—always looking for efficiency. But Definitely. goats, goats are the efficiency, um,
0: for sure. Right. So, about how many goats do you have at this point? Ah, uh, right now we're low. Uh yeah. We got five goats. Okay, but but they but they take care of the weeds. They take they...
1: care. Of, they take care of the weeds. The mm-hmm. key is to get fence as close as you can mm-hmm. to whatever it is you're trying to protect, and then. Um, a buffer zone Word. you know what I mean. Word. I, I, I love mowing the grass. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I, I still mow the grass, right? Yeah. You know, it's about the same amount that I, I did, you know, back when we was in the city. Versus now, it's just mm-hmm. I maintain this much, but the goats help me maintain this much. Wow. The chickens help me maintain this much. Yeah. You know, a symbiotic relationship they call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's a beautiful thing, so you have goats what, are, what are all what all yeah we have got? some goats,
1: mm-hmm. we got sheep, sheep um chickens mm-hmm. um and cattle, okay, we, yeah, we got uh, the uh, Suffolk catatan sheep um yes yeah, you know, just so you know different yeah yeah
0: high value sheep is that, is
1: that Nah, a, no okay. no, nah. so uh, a right. uh a catatan is uh, part suffolk and uh, St. Croix but mm-hmm. it's a, a wool a hair sheep they shed their coat mm. and uh, a Suffolk is a uh, the largest breed and it's from England mm. and it's um, a wool sheep okay and I got wool sheep from uh, another firefighter um, named Fabian Jackson mm. and um, <laughs> and uh, I was his kids, his daughter was getting older, so he was making that transition, and I was moving, mm-hmm. so I got the Suffolk from him, and yeah, and then I bred in Katahdin from my uh, neighbor. Yeah, nice. yeah, that's what's up. That's dope. And then uh, the uh, goats are boar. Okay. Goats, and they're more of a meat goat. Mm.
0: Okay. And then I have a uh, one little Nigerian dwarf. Tough little dude. Mm. Yeah. Nigerian yeah. dwarf. Well, I mean the, the name I'm really not, I like the Nigerian part, but the dwarf though, what's, what's going on? Man? Um, yeah, you know, you know what a dwarf is.
1: Yeah, he, he a
0: little <laughs> just, just a little fella. Yeah. He
1: a little fella. <laughs> <laughs> He's tough though, man. I bet he is. You
0: know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Bro, there's Mayweather. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, David, tell me about how your, your worldview inspires you to be an entrepreneur. You know, um, and and to live borderline independently you know um what what is the the deeper motivation other than i just want to get away from the city i want to be self-sufficient you know is is there any deeper motivation yeah i don't know probably the deeper motivation is to
1: show my kids versus tell them mm. Yeah, you know yeah. um we're you know i've been trained you know action like yeah this happens react you know what i mean right um, right and actions speak m- way louder than facts then you facts, know what i mean right. I, and I and i get it like um uh i don't know where brother david banner is right now mm-hmm. in that process <laughs> mm-hmm. but i yeah i feel I, I feel you you know what i mean but but you got to do it <laughs> The great Bob Marley said, "You got to put in See what we work. need
0: to do is and <laughs> see what happened. Our ancestors they didn't grow. See that's that's what black people messed up, man. That's what black people. We were supposed to be the ones growing the food, brother Banner. With all due respect, are you doing it? <laughs> yeah. And, and okay. that's the thing, man. Like, and we talked about this. A lot of folks speak ill on the ancestors for what they didn't do. Mm. But a lot of folks are a, not
1: judge a person in their generation,
0: in their generation. And you got to understand what they went through. Mm-hmm. And you got to understand when you're talking about what black folks was or what we should have been doing in the South and how we should have been growing all the food. We were. <laughs> that's not that's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> we were. Yeah. And, still. and, and we and, and we still, still do t- today. yeah. But I mean, the, the terrorism that was going on. The, it's the documented. Theft, the theft of land. Like, man, why why we ain't got no beach property? They took it. Yeah, I mean, why we ain't got no why we got no farms? They took it. Come on, man. <laughs> these these are these
1: are real, like serious things too, you yeah. know. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I'm thankful for my ancestors. Facts. All they you Facts. know what I mean? All yeah. they went through. And I'm here, able to talk about that, bro. Still here, Man, out of respect. Yeah. Uh, and then it wasn't just like family, you know. It was neighbors. Like when my when when my family moved from one part of the state to another part of the state, it was families that that made that move. You know mm, what I mean and mm-hmm, stuff. So, mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah, you want to you want to make all those people proud. You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You, you feel me? And and try, and you know I I run into this with. It's crazy, like when, when somebody get a little get a little woke, you know what, <laughs> what I mean? Coming to some information. Yeah. And then they looking back. Cause I, I went through that stage. Um, uh, I never spoke ill. Um, because I understand like you just gotta you gotta uphold your family name. Period. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but I understand the sentiment of looking at um, you know, future gener- or past generations like, Man, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you set me yeah. up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the question I feel like the question that we should be asking is what am I act, what am I doing to set up the next generation? Mm-hmm. Because we can talk about what somebody didn't do for us and and that that explains why we're in whatever situation. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'll give you 5 to 10 minutes to vent about what your ancestors didn't do. Mm-hmm. Now you got 10, 15, 20, 30 years to make it better mm-hmm. for the next generation. Respect, yeah, that's true. So, are we going to actually work and create plans and 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 execute those plans, or are we going to continually look back and, talk. and say, "Look at what they didn't do. Mm-hmm. Look how they didn't set us up." You yeah, know? you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I feel you on that. But you know, for me, not only like I said, action. You know. Yeah. But to show other families Facts. You know that that there's Facts. A different not everybody has to live in the city in a neighborhood like I live in mm-hmm. a neighborhood in the country but mm-hmm. I know my neighbors yeah. I can count on my neighbors they can count on me you that's know what beautiful. I mean
0: so um that's more than one way to skin a cat if you will that's a fact you feel me that's a fact and you know with you being a black man in is it is it Corvallis or another city outside of Corvallis yeah a city outside of uh, okay so small town and outside. County, yeah okay I'm sure it's um it's not too many of y'all out there. No, no, there's not right. Yeah, ain't too many brothers and sisters out there. So, what has it been like, just over the past decade, the reception from you know, like you said, your neighbors and everybody else in the county when they see you around? Uh, my neighbors all love. You know what I mean? Yeah, all love. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a,
1: a local festival, and there's always uh, poker. Okay volleyball there's always something going arts crafts this or you know what i mean so you get Mm -hmm. to know a lot of people so it's been all all good or and the area i don't you know i spent some time in uh town Mm -hmm. but you know me man, i want to connect to the earth and meditate and right not hear cars not hear horns yeah uh not hear doors slamming Mm -hmm. you know um I heard my neighbors start up to ride more. <laughs> <laughs> the country yeah. life is different. Man. Yeah, it's different. But yeah. um, I like that um,
0: mental clarity. Can you talk more about that? Because that's something that I really, uh, just as I'm mature, mature as a person, it's just like I understand the need for quiet. Yeah. You know, I crave just quiet. Just peace, just peace and quiet and serenity. Mm-hmm. Um. So for you to essentially have that on demand, what has that done for you personally and spiritually to be able to live in that type of environment? Man, wonders just um, to be able
1: to silence, like you said, and it's not just necessarily cause my kids are loud, <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, That's a fact. but to hear the wind, mm. yeah, you know what I mean. To hear the birds, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It, yeah, man, meditation. Um, wanted to, I want to shout out my man uh, Henry Storch. Um, like far as the community and other people, his uh, children went to school with mine, and he just showed love, mm-hmm. true love. Mm-hmm. Um, but come to find out, he's a beekeeper. Okay. So, he got me uh into into beekeeping. Yeah. And there's a lot of meditation in in that. You really? know? Yeah, man. You can find good mental work mm. in a lot of stuff like sh- shoveling shit for mm. real, you know. It stinks. Like my kids uh, I would I would assume so. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but the big lesson is for them I mean, when you're hauling out a ton of shit, mm-hmm. literally, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's a workout. Yeah, it's a workout for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's a mental workout because I said, listen, if you can shovel shit, bro, can what can't anything. you? What can't you do? What can't you do? <laughs> I hate it when it's time to get out them pitchforks
0: and <laughs> shovels, but yeah, if you can shovel shit, what can't what, you what do? Can't you do? Man, that's. That's a profound statement, my brother.
1: Nah, real. And yeah. I got that and shout they, out my uh, a friend of mine, mm-hmm. Grant, and Inger Coffee. But yeah, that was uh, he he had a son, he has a son mm-hmm. and uh, he, he wanted goats and he's like, man, if you want goats, you gotta you know like put in all the work. And he was like, I wasn't gonna be out there like that. <laughs> he, he said, oh, and that's man. how I, he learned hard work, doubling yeah.
0: that shit. Yeah, it's like pff, respect. Real. Yeah. So anybody that's about that that thinks they're about that farm life like myself. Now I'm now I'm second guessing.
1: Well, yeah, it's serious. Now I'm
0: second guessing. No. Now I, I, I do want that though. I aspire to that. Um but that's how you get that organic
1: manure. Yeah. You your fertilizer. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Reduce, reuse, recycle.
0: Right. Yeah. Because if you don't go yep. that route, yeah, yep. Yep. Then you go the uh, yeah, Pesticides? Yeah. or wood? well or,
1: yeah you're going with um organic versus synthetic synthetic fertilizer. okay and that's very popular in, in mono you know mono mm-hmm. monocropping like mm. rows and rows of squash or yeah you know whatever it is mm-hmm. you got to that stuff needs fertilizer Sheesh. and it's hard to a, a lot of farmers you know, they, they use chicken manure or whatever, but mm-hmm. it, not usually on, like, large scales. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Um, The world is changing rapidly. 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 We
1: were yeah. talking about that, bro.
0: The world is changing so fast. It's like every year is two to three years. Seems like it. Right? And so a decade now, yeah, a decade now feels like 20 years. Right, and so it is twenty twenty two. Yeah, um, food is already expensive,
1: six percent from last year. I think that's what yeah I was listening to the radio. Why well, I, I don't think I know. I was listening to the radio, but I
0: think it was six percent right from last year. And you just think about how expensive it is to just go outside, like yeah. food, gas, bro. Yep, um, just any. Any commodity, like it's mo- it's more expensive. It
1: is more expensive, and it's it's happened so fast. Like, yeah. It, I mean, to me, it seems like a lot is happening. Fast.
0: You go to happy hour, dog. I mean, it's just you know, it's I'm not as happy as I used to be at happy <laughs> hour. I seen the pricing, I'm like, wait, so What's where's the discount? I'm just getting a little bit less, and I'm still yeah. paying. You yeah, know what I, I mean, regular price. Yeah, I think uh, at this point, right?
1: It's. uh based on weight you know weights and measures and and they cut a little off and increase the price that's it i think
0: think that's how it goes i don't know now it's just they just kind of they kind of freestyling like man we making up for lost time the pandemic set us back you know yeah but i i say that david to say like how how not to scare people but like how dire are the circumstances potentially in the next five to seven years as it pertains to just getting food?
1: Food security, yeah. Yeah, food security. Yeah, I think it's serious.
0: Yeah. You know? You had
1: that um uh, meter I was reading. One meter you had, like panic or something.
0: Oh yeah, the um fear and greed index. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, mm-hmm.
1: man. Like we we're potentially, you know. Locally I think Oregon is set up really well. Oregon is. Really well. It is. Like the I mean, minute you leave Portland either direction, even up north, like we were saying Richville, mm-hmm. there's it's agriculture everywhere. Facts.
0: That's a whole fact. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm.
1: there's acres and acres of this and acres and acres of that. Sheep, cattle, goat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's, I don't know the it the depths of our food system here in the state. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd like to know that, but I think it's it could be pretty resilient here. Yeah. Uh, nationally, I well, I could see trouble. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, not panic trouble, but concern, mm-hmm. serious concern. Yeah, and uh, I will say uh, what David Banner was talking about growing. Food and stuff, that's admirable,
0: but, you know,
1: teamwork make the dream work. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You teamwork need a, need a family farm. Family farm. <laughs> family farm. Like yeah, multiple I, and not just a nuclear, preferably, right? You can have. Preferably. like yeah. So, I don't, like, for me, I don't work my kids, like,
1: all the time. Oh, man, you got to do this. You got to do that. Right, you got to right, do that. Right. Yeah. Because uh, I want them to look on that fondly mm-hmm. you know even the, the shit smell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah um but i do put them to work you know what i mean but i don't want to have my i don't want to have uh you know child labor nothing yeah, like that yeah, yeah. but no doubt when it's time to um do we got like a new row of strawberries going in yeah they'll be out because they'd love to get their paws on them Juicy strawberries and the mm-hmm. smoothies, mm-hmm. eat them fresh in mm-hmm. the jam. You know what I mean. So it's different. Yeah, it's different out there. Yeah, it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait for you to come out though.
0: No doubt. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Looking forward great. to it, man. No doubt. So uh, we're gonna transition into uh, our rapid fire section. So Respect. just a few few questions here. Um, don't have to think about them too deeply. Just right. the first thing that comes to your mind. All right. Respect. All right. So, first question. When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? A firefighter. I knew it. <laughs> Cuz you got one of them jobs that everybody wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Tell me tell me the I mean, it's not a lot of black firefighters in Oregon.
1: No. So, not. how
0: did you how did you become a firefighter? How did you man. overcome the odds?
1: There was uh, when I was in high school, we had basketball tryouts. Mhm. And arguably the worst uh, player, he tried out every year, and he would always get cut. Mm-hmm. But he tried out every year, and um, a good dude, you know, mm. Dale
0: Holsti. Mm. So I thought you was talking about you. I thought nah. you were trying to set it up like <laughs> dramatically. I like, oh look, look at him.
1: Nah. So telling the hero's da- journey. Yeah. So Dale Holsti, and then mm-hmm. come to find out, I was like, man, me and this. Uh, high school basketball teammate of mine was like, "Hey man, look, we should do this firefighter thing." Mm. So we find out about this Explorer program. and mm-hmm. they're, they're available nationwide and mm-hmm. it's ran through the police, sheriff, or fire departments throughout. And so we came across that. When I got into that, um, you had this interview process. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was shaping you to get through. You know, how the fire services set up mm-hmm. and across the table is Dale hosty, <laughs> Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And man, I was, I was relieved. Yeah. But no doubt that's where it started. That's it started before I went there. Yeah. You know, years before, mm-hmm. but then there, and then when I was in that program, there was a captain named uh uh Dave Persons. Mm-hmm. Dave Persons. Mm-hmm. Man, he said, David, come here. Um, I know this guy named Irwin Warren, and they're looking for black fo- to hire black firefighters. <laughs> Le- do you want to go up and call him? And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did that phone call. Mm. Set me on my way. Perfect. Yeah, respect. Yeah, man. Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then I saw him years later at a fire when he moved and became a chief in Clackamas. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, man, it was just, we locked eyes and talked a little bit. Yeah, yeah man. Lots of people like that along the way. That's dope. That's yeah. Dope. Um for Irwin Warren, that was the black firefighter. Okay. That was a recruiter mm-hmm. for the fire department, fire bureau at that time. Mm.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Man. The dream came true. Yeah. dream came true. Lots of them. Best advice you've ever received don't let nobody fool you Mm. and
1: god is real Mm. my grandma the worst advice you ever received forget about it (laughs) (laughs) never forget huh (laughs) well man you gotta you gotta you know you may not right yeah but i ain't gonna forget about nothing (laughs) I'm not, I'm not saying I'm you, Michael <laughs> Jordan. I'm not using everything against. Hey, it works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> hey, yeah. Are you are
0: you the petty, the petty? No, no, not not, you just not like, at oh, all,
1: yeah. not at all. Because like you got to learn, you got to have tough skin in the fire service. Yeah, you know what I mean. Cause yeah, we live together. Uh huh. Like literally, you know, wow. I'm. Yeah. We're not sleeping in the same bed. We're sleeping in the same station. You're yeah. cooking each other's food. Yeah. You're going to call. You're going on calls. You're in some of the worst situations, mm-hmm. stressful situations, funny situations, um, with these people. So you you know they learn your pet peeves and stuff.
0: Yeah, right? yeah. So they know you. They know you. They you know, know you. them. And
1: so yeah. you gotta have some tough skin. Yeah. But nah, not to be petty. No, not at all. For sure. Yeah, but you gotta be able to. You definitely
0: gotta be able to take it. You know what I mean? I feel you. I yeah. man. I'm not even gonna get into it. There's, there's a story <laughs> I want to tell. It's gonna it's gonna take us another 20 minutes. So, uh, dog or cat?
1: Dog, but I really love my cat. Oh yeah, yeah. So you got both. Uh, I have a barn cat. Okay. Um, raw. Mm. And yeah, I force. Yeah. That's so I, I, we had another cat, mm-hmm. but either owl. I mean, this cat was he was half the size of this cat. <laughs> But he thought yeah, he was six foot five yeah, and yeah, bulletproof. Yeah. Uh huh. I don't. know. He might have been like three pounds. Right. But he was tough. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But tough don't cut it. Yeah. You know if you, you know cougars get, don't care. Owls sleeping. don't. Care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we ain't seen him. Ain't we ain't seen him? But I, I want to get another cat. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need a you need a cat for the uh, mice. That's a You fact. know you storing chicken food whatever. That's definitely. a fact. Like it's
0: it. amazing how the animals just like they take care of just naturally, just nature. Yeah. Nature takes care of itself. Yeah. yeah. Chicken or goat? Chickens. Mm. That was easy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. A lot long long history with chickens, man. Word. <laughs> <laughs> if you could choose any one celebrity as your life coach, who would it be and why? Man, a celebrity.
1: Um, probably Denzel, that just makes mm. comes to mind. Yeah
0: um Denzel could drop all the game yeah he's got yeah. a lot yeah a yeah. lot mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean oh yeah yeah oh you. yeah he been it seemed like maybe it's just one interview but he's been having like a lot of viral clips
1: oh lots of viral clips recently yeah because when you say celebrity it's like uh, I, don't I know, know bro, I know bro. it's kind of nasty uh but Denzel comes like straight mm-hmm. to mind
0: yeah it's a fact um three months fully financed sabbatical where are you going
1: Right back to Africa. What part? East and west. Mm.
0: North and south. You got three months, don't you?
1: Three months. Mm. Three months. Uh, definitely Uganda. Okay. you get the other piece of the Nile. Where
0: it started. And Ethiopia. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I got that part. People don't talk about Uganda enough when we talk about the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uganda, especially if you're talking about yeah. the Nile River like yeah, both of those. It starts there and then it goes yeah. blue and white now, yeah. in those countries. Yep. Yeah. And so feed the Mediterranean.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's a fact. Uh, um Tanzania mm. also, you know, being there, uh Sudan, um Eritrea. Yeah. Uh Ghana Back to Ghana.
0: Mm. So many round. places. Yeah, yeah, so many places. Bro. I haven't, I haven't Maybe touched a continent. Would love, bro. Yeah. yeah. Got to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did my African ancestry DNA. So like the one that only traces if you're African
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it connects you to potential, you know, to the tribe. Okay. So I did the patrilineal test, the Y chromosome test. Mm-hmm. It traced my ancestry to Mozambique. The Mozambique. Yeah. yeah and, and uh, people
1: use those rivers to get around.
0: You feel me? Man. Yeah and um, you can walk or you can take a river mm, beautiful yeah yeah I gotta I gotta go and and, and my line my Y chromosome uh, put me in Mozambique or put my family in, in Mozambique that's where where they are right now mm-hmm. and I'm part of the Makua tribe mm. yeah respect yeah so it's it's dope man just yeah. taking that test and no I'm like cause I was I was fully expecting Ghana mm-hmm. Sierra Leone like mm-hmm. Ivory Coast, something like that. Because that's yeah. where I, I did like the ancestry DNA test. Mm-hmm. And I could tell based upon like the cousin connections, it's more of like my matrimonial, my, my mom's side. Okay. um, So my mom's side traces me to West Africa, but my dad's side traced me to Southeast Africa. So it's like, that's, it was a surprise. It, it's dope though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, them the Bantus got around. They did. They did. They definitely did. Fast. You know what no I mean? No doubt about it. No Fast. doubt about it. Um, if racism ended tonight, how do you think the world would change?
1: I'd like to say hate would be gone. Mm. Just straight hate would be gone. Yeah. Mm.
0: Because I mean. Hate is gone, and what does this world look like? Full of love? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Man, what does that look like? I don't know. Maybe uh, grandma's uh, homemade from scratch lemon cake or mama's banana pudding.
0: Man, that's love right there.
1: Maybe them fried fish and potatoes. Man, that's just a simple look at it. It could be for some people. Could be a, a loaf of French bread, I don't know, but mm-hmm.
0: love, though, mm-hmm. love is man, it's pure, beautiful, beautiful. If you woke up tomorrow and found out that you hit the lottery for a hundred million dollars, <laughs> how would you spend your money and your time from that day forward? I would get rid of my cell phone, I would <laughs> so I'm, I'm out of my here. house number, yeah. Talk um, to me no more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I would invest in more land. Mm,
0: no doubt. Yeah. Timber. Okay. What you gonna do with it? Oh,
1: that'd be for my great grandkids. Okay. Pass it down. yeah, pass it down. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yeah. Timber. Mm-hmm. I mean the store bro chairs just mm-hmm. you know, w- wood products are mm. so many i mean bro i you, you ever use that uh shake cheese that green yeah, green?
0: yeah, yeah, yeah i knew something yeah look in that bro see what's in that what you mean that's wood mostly well wait, wait, wait which which <laughs> she hold on parmesan <laughs> you talking about parmesan yeah the sprinkle stuff
1: sprinkle sprinkle sprinkle
0: there's wood in the cheese yeah, it ain't going to kill you, but yeah, there's wood in it, bro. Why? Filler. Do you produce Parmesan cheese from your farm? No.
1: No, see, milking is a serious thing. If you if you start milking, uh, once you start milking a cow or a goat or a sheep, mm-hmm. you have to commit to that sometimes multiple times a day. Mm. And there's nobody in my house I can convince. I mean, there have to be buku bucks in it. If yeah. there was buku bucks in it? Mm-hmm. I think I could convince the oldest kids. They like they're starting to understand money. Yeah, but yeah, that's a commitment
0: mm. to milking. I could imagine it doesn't seem like the funnest place to be to spend your time up under a cow. No, nah, but um,
1: it is. I mean, would you rather have be milking a cow or be hungry? <laughs> you know, so, I feel you. <laughs> no, nah, I feel you. you got to do. Got to learn. So you got to learn how to milk that cow. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I've never milked a cow my own cows other cows at friends places but I've definitely done it with goats and sheep to get the babies you know when they're born gotta get them on it gotta do it yeah
0: how long could you live off your land without like going to the store
1: if you had to yeah well we do have you know Mr and stuff if 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 you
0: if there was no store or you just didn't want to go to the store if there was you know just a, a huge earthquake or something oh, like wow. that yeah. you know what I mean like natural yeah. disaster and yeah, ain't nobody smoking. driving ain't no, ain't no stores open you on your own for the next however long like how long could you all last living off the land without going to the store I think indefinitely,
1: but really, it would definitely be some major changes. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Comfortably, like without dire circumstances for y'all.
1: I ain't even a month. I feel I feel pretty good.
0: Yeah, about that.
1: Yeah. But um, I'm making moves, so maybe I could do it longer. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, those I'm trying. Man, that's what's up. Last question: What message do you want communicated? at your eulogy you won't be there to enjoy it but what message do you want communicated at your at your eulogy uh
1: love Mm. love conquers um i think it's been tried with other emotions or Mm -hmm. others even other strong emotions Mm -hmm. that i was about love and that i wanted the best for my family my friends and my neighbors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, I say that uh, m- my name's David Barron and I'm going to change the world for good. Uh, love, man. Simply put. Simply put. There we go. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, I, I really feel it, it went really fast, but there's, uh, man, we weren't able to even dig in too deep on
0: some of those questions. I, I wanted to go back, but. Thank you, man. This is oh no, been, doubt. This yeah, has great. no doubt, It's been great. Well, I mean, we don't want to end it without you giving your, your last, you know, words and, and message to the people. So, uh, any other points that you want to expound upon before we get up out of here?
1: Well, I would say that uh, I I wanted to. I think we're on YouTube. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to, uh, you know, do my YouTube for a minute. Yeah. So okay. you guys are giving me inspiration. Yes, sir. By being here. Uh-huh. Um, my message is um, I want to teach and share how to homestead. Yeah. And make connections cuz there's a lot of people I learned a lot of stuff Word. from a lot of people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm able to share a lot. But I, I, I like to I like to sit back and watch you, you know, I post some stuff and do do certain things. Yeah. But mostly it, it's showing that's the reason that I camp out that we do for the families mm-hmm.
0: to show them instead of tell them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And really, I guess we should break that down really quickly. What's the difference between homesteading and farming for those I that think is.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's some person that's going to get out the Webster's Dictionary. And- <laughs> yep. You see, right? <laughs> here it says, you me. <laughs> for me, um, homesteading is uh, a family venture. Okay. And not that farming can't be or is, but we're more into providing uh, sustenance for um, ourselves and learning, Mm -hmm. sharing, um, beekeeping, you know, that's beekeeping, having goats or cattle and sheep. I mean, that is farming, but it's more homesteading Yeah, because the sheep provide, you know, food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, we don't have a lot. We, not, we don't have some huge flock. But the cattle we just got into, and that, that to me, that's all homesteading stuff. If I was just, uh, let's say I was just farming um, collard greens, and I'd for sure say uh,
0: I'm a farmer, mm-hmm. but I do other stuff. But you're doing a, uh, a lot of different, you know, a lot variety of Yeah, of variety of different So things. it's not just one thing. I get it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, and it's not all for commercial purposes. Like, no, you, you live no, in so there. Yeah, it. Yeah, and so that's you just happen to sell things because you. Yeah, because you
1: you you want to be productive and you yeah, want to learn, but yeah, and you're a business, you're an entrepreneur, right? But um, I I would say that's probably the biggest thing um. That comes off weird. People's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna visit your farms. Like, well, I mean, it is a farm, but it's my house too. <laughs> Right, like I live here, bro. I, I live here, and <laughs> one of the good things I learned, I don't, I, hopefully nobody ever takes this as disrespectfully. If you're around me, you hear it, you know. Um, this is my rodeo, mm. and you're the clown. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I set the ground rules, you know what I mean? Respectfully. 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 Yeah, <laughs> respectfully. Yeah, but no, the the homestead, showing people uh, how to homestead, yeah. that's my passion. You that's, know, that's what I love to do. There's a lot of good groups that show you how to farm mm-hmm. and that, that's uh, a worthy way of going about it but for me it's more
0: encompassing. Yeah you know for I mean, sure. yeah. Well David, how can folks get a hold of you if they want to contact you, follow you on the socials, all that good stuff Yeah on the you can
1: find us on our website www.crossitecricketfarms.com. You can also find us uh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh Reddit. Okay. Reddit too. Yeah. Tapping in. Yeah. Well, you know, um a different way of
0: viewing, you know. Mm-hmm. No, it's different. You I need to, I need to tap in too. I, I teach a podcast course at uh at SEI. Uh, oh, yeah. and one of my students was putting me on a Reddit and I was like Dang, this is crazy. That's a lot of folks on here. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a lot of people. It's like Twitter, but way wilder.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, I don't, I'm into. I follow the homesteading. Okay. Uh, group. Yeah. Backyard farmers. Mm. And landscaping. Mm. So they're not too wild.
0: Yeah. You know. What well, I'm I mean? just saying it can it can, it get, can wild. get wild. Oh, I'm sure it could. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, because there's so many different ways you can go. Right. It depends on what our slash whatever you follow, following, and they just get.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, but I just got into uh, Reddit. Yeah. I just got into it. That's what's
0: up. Yeah. That's what's up. And then um, also,
1: you uh, here shortly, you'll be able to find us in Casey's uh, Fine Meats mm, uh, on Alberta okay. and MLK. Okay, yeah. And uh, the Jerusalem Rose Market. Shout out um, uh, my man Ramsey. Where? And, of course, Mr. Kaysen. Where? No doubt.
0: Making moves out here, man. It's, it's beautiful to see. Oh, man. I... I Give thanks, man. Give no thanks, doubt. no doubt. Thank you, no doubt. Um, they anybody want to get in contact with me, uh, hit me on uh, Instagram, EmmanuelWilliams.co.co, uh, on Twitter at sxsndls. Uh, go to my website, check out what I'm doing when it comes to equity training, uh, EmmanuelWilliams.co. And once again, y'all, it's the Socks and Sandals Podcast, where economic elevation and spiritual cultivation converge, and we unapologetically discuss our worldview. Holla at y'all next time. Grace and peace.
1: Peace.
0: Thank y'all for listening and watching the Socks and Sandals podcast. Make sure you go to EmmanuelWilliams.co for all things Socks and Sandals, all things that I do as an equity trainer and equity practitioner. Grace and peace.